helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. We are here every single weekend, Saturdays and Sundays, 1 o'clock. It's the Aging Hour, Safe yes. Harbor Legal Solutions. Phil George, uh, elder law attorney and counselor at law on the mm-hmm. other side of the microphone from me. I'm Bill Davis. Always a pleasure when you make time for us. Yes. We would uh, love to read one of your emails on the air. You can uh, send those in, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Once again, radio at safeharborlegal.com. You can also call Phil at uh, 360 746 7169. Mm-hmm. So let's jump mm-hmm. into the email bag. What do we got? Oh, today? we've got some good ones today. The first one come that came out. None of my kids like my little dog. Ah. How do I make sure he'll be okay when I'm gone? Yeah, you don't think about that. But you yeah. really don't. But we will talk about that little okay. dog. Okay. All right. Second question. My friend said she didn't have to go through probate when her husband passed. Are there other are there ways other than a trust to bypass probate? Mm-hmm. The third question, does a revocable living trust protect assets from Medicaid? Okay. And then finally, we get to the wrap-up. My we just basically we vamp on everything exactly else we've, right. we've talked about. It, it, it's my favorite section. Well, it's also because we just it's can't, also we can't come up with anything well, else no, to talk about. That's about so, my limits of my creativity. Let's just say it's the nice <laughs> crutch <laughs> we usually use <laughs> each and every week. Everybody needs a crutch. Yeah. So let's Here jump into the first email. Yeah. Uh, well, wait a minute. This first line confuses me. Uh-huh. It says, I'm not good at email, so I hope this goes through. Well, obviously it did. It did. Yeah, well we done. It. Okay. Uh, I have a problem, and I hope you guys can help. Oh, well, that must mean this person mm. listens to the show. I believe so. There we go. Shiny new nickel sweet, every time. Each, sweet it, sound. It, they split it, yeah, but we, we each get a nickel yes. uh, for every uh, new or current listener. So make sure you tell us that early and often. Yes. I'm glad we don't each get a half a nickel. Yeah. What can you get kind of sharp. What do you do? Put that in your pocket? Half a buffalo. No. Yeah, nothing. nothing. Anyway, this person hopes uh, you can help them. Uh, they turned to 82 this year. I've lived mm-hmm. on my own since my husband passed away about 10 years ago. All the kids live close by. I've got good relationships with them. Everything's cool, uh, except my kids don't like my little dog. Mm. Well, Aww. go pound sand, you kids. Right? It's yeah. the lady's dog. It's a anyway, little dog. I've had this little dog, dog for about two years. He has been a good companion for me, but I do acknowledge that he's got some problems. First, he bites. Okay. <laughs> okay. We all do that occasionally. Uh, sure. Yeah. Why not? How bad can it be? It's it, just a little dog. Yeah, I, I know yeah. that whenever I whenever I take somebody off at the right. station here, they just look at me and they say, "Oh, why don't you bite me?" <laughs> well, okay. And you know, if I've really ticked uh-huh. them off, yeah. you know what they say? What do they say? You can bite me twice. Oh, well, there you go. All right. So, uh, little doggy has mm-hmm. bitten all of my grandchildren at least once. I'm sorry. <laughs> that it's not funny. <laughs> Secondly, oh, when he gets startled. He loses control of his bladder. He urinates a little. Don't we all? <laughs> I mean, you know, if somebody comes up right? behind me and goes, exactly. boo, exactly. I'm going to wet my pants. Absolutely. A drop here or there doesn't nothing, hurt anybody. Nothing to be ashamed about no. there. No. Oh, well, wait a minute. I'm not talking. <laughs> it gets better. I'm not talking about a little pee. It's the full meal deal. <laughs> and it doesn't take much. My- <laughs> It doesn't take much for him to get startled. His hearing isn't that great, and his eyesight is going, so every time a door opens or closes, somebody comes in to him, up to him, and he doesn't see him. He gets startled, and I guess he pees all over him. I'm sorry. I don't want my kids to take my dog to the pound or anything like that. What can I do? Ma'am, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not I'm not laughing no, at you. It's no. just I'm so sorry your, your little dog yes. has a problem. Problem that, that he uh, <laughs> feels the need to urinate on people. Yes, well, uh, and, and, he, and his poor little nerves. I know. So anyway, wh- where do you want to start with this? 
<laughs> well, she wants. To, <laughs> she wants to make sure she wants that to make the kids sure d- don't the, euthanize the, or exactly, you know, dump the, the, the dog. The dog's taken care okay. of. The dog. The dog has a couple of. Are there what some legal might be called here? Personality flaws, right? Okay, it yeah. bites and it pees. Okay. As right. as we are all want to do from I'm time to time. I'm telling you, you know what? And that's. Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't have to go Absolutely. to a pound. We shouldn't. The, okay, we shouldn't. Are, so there are there actual. Are there some legal things yes, that she can protect yes, the dog we with? can use pet trust, and there are some other ideas that we can have too. So we can help this person help their little incontinent dog. Is it a good idea to have a uh, a trust for uh, pets? So the, the pet I mean, trust, I got cats. You know, right. I'm just thinking about that. Absolutely. Like, what if uh, my R5, uh, something happened to us, we went down a plane crash? Yeah, and yeah. it's not a bad idea, especially if you have, um, you know, uh, maybe a pet with with some issues. What you do is you, <laughs> you, 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 you. Cre- <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm gonna. This you, is gonna be one of those things where you can't control your snickering. Exactly. I'm sorry. My so, apologies, ma'am. I hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me. <laughs> I, I hope that our laughter isn't causing her dog to. Yeah, pee. he's probably getting startled <laughs> by this. Jeez, <laughs> oh, so, I don't think we're going to make it to the end of the segment uh, we'll, here. We'll, we'll definitely try, man. But, uh, we will you, definitely you're talking try. Talking about pet, pet trust, trust. maybe so, maybe leaving him some money. So what happens with a pet of, trust yeah. is you say that I'm going to leave, let's say, ten thousand dollars to this trust. Mm-hmm. My trustee is now going to use this ten thousand dollars to rehome my pet. Okay. So they're going to go out. They're going to find somebody to take the pet. Um, they're going to use that $10,000 to pay for medical bills, diapers. You're going to start laughing. Don't do that to me. <laughs> diapers, things like that, things that your pet might need. And and so it sets it, it, it sets up so that there's money there for what the you, pet. You're just bribing the people to make sure the dog's taken care of, right? <laughs> well, you'd kind you of have to in this them, situation. Yeah. The dog bites and the dog pees. Well, yeah. So, so that's going to call exactly yeah, Hey, you want, right. the, you want exactly. a little something, something for right. those folks. But you want to yeah. make sure, right, that somebody just doesn't take the money and then dump the dog. Yeah. So right. you have to put all these different safeguards in place, right? Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that if, you know, you don't just give somebody, if you rehome the dog, they don't get all $10,000 all at once. They have to submit receipts to the trustee and then the money goes to them. And then maybe they get a little bit every year extra you go. for carpet you cleaning go. and things don't like go that. Don't go there. You're going right? to make me and hysterical. So, so, yeah, you have to put okay. safeguards in place to make sure everything's made set up correctly. I, I'm just thinking about, okay, mm-hmm. so if, if it's an elderly dog, sure. okay, and let's say yeah. the dog you know passes away, right. is that does that mean it's the pot at the end of the rainbow <laughs> for this person who's yes. taking care of them? <laughs> they, they've hit the lottery. They that's, keep, that's they keep exactly all the money. Right. Well, that's just... Just did. Let's say if you put ten thousand dollars into this trust for the dog, and now the dog passes away. Yeah, like a year. What, do you, what do you do with the rest of the money in the trust? Yeah. <laughs> You do you buy the person a new carpet, yeah. right? What yeah. is the, what does that look like? How do you? And so it really depends I'm, I'm guessing, upon the terms I'm of your guessing. trust. You're a, exactly you're a legal right. you're a legal mind. I'm guessing yes. that with this pet trust, mm-hmm. yes, that that's you can all, say where that goes. You can you can figure out what's going to happen and say where it goes. Absolutely, okay. you can say it either goes to whoever it was that took your uh, that took the pet. You mm-hmm. can say it goes to the rest of your family members. Uh, there are all sorts of things you can do to set that up. Uh, and like I said, you can use that as an incentive because mm-hmm. truly, if you're really looking at this situation from an objective point of view, not just you know purely it's you know it's 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 value here on the radio for entertainment mm-hmm. um it would be very very hard to find someone to take a pet that maybe had these types of issues right right yeah. and so sweetening the pot a little bit uh allowing them to have a little bit of money uh if this is an important thing to you is not a bad idea okay yeah. um so we're talking about pet trust here yep. on uh the big show it is a uh, i almost said community connection because <laughs> it kind of feels like a topic for Absolutely. That. anyway it's uh the aging hour right. uh, brought to you by safe harbor legal solutions yep. uh, i'm bill davis and my friend phil george yes elder law attorney mm-hmm. with us um so yeah we're, we're chatting about pet trust yep. uh we're talking about the upside yep. because you can have a little doggy absolutely you can possibly get a whole bunch of money yep when a little doggy passes yep. away but are there some downsides no, there are there definitely are first of all you have to have enough money to make it worthwhile yep. right if you've got a couple hundred bucks then there's there's no real need for a pet trust right mm-hmm. Um, secondly, you, you have to trust people. You have to make sure that, you know, this trustee that you've got isn't, is going to follow the rules that you lay out inside mm-hmm. of the trust. They're not just going to, you know, get rid of the dog or work something out like that, or just, you know, take the dog to a shelter or something along those lines. That's a good idea. And they can get really, co- what's that? Dumping the shelter. dog? Ah, uh, shelter. You just said, okay. Absolutely. So like you said, you, you, it's got to be somebody you trust. Right. But just make sure it's all laid out, you right? Know, uh, like A, B, C, right. D. But you just mentioned shelter. I was thinking about some alternatives, right? 
Uh, shelter would be a good idea. Yeah, it would. And so if there are other ideas outside of the pet trust, that's not a bad idea. There are shelters that you can go to. Mm-hmm. There are places that specialize in elder dogs. There are places that specialize in the needs for elder dogs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are hesitant to do that because they don't want, I mean, it's like taking your mom or dad to a nursing home, well, right? Yeah, you know, your, your control is gone. Exactly right. right. Yeah. Your control is completely gone. Uh, so sometimes people are, are a little bit hesitant to do that. But if that's your only choice, that's better than you. Euthanizing, euthanizing okay. yeah. right? So, right. friends, if you've got a friend that knows the dog and would want to take the dog, that's not a bad idea. Okay. But this is, it would definitely be less expensive to go this route than actually create a big, a big uh, pet trust. Okay. Um, so it depends on how much, how much money you want to put into this, what you want to accomplish, how much control you want to have. I think it probably would be a good idea if they would call you. Absolutely. Uh, at three six zero seven four six seventy one sixty nine, get a one hour free consultation mm-hmm. uh, with uh, <laughs> Phil. George, and should please... they... I was going to ask, should they bring the dog? No. <laughs> no. Because uh, no. you just got new carpet I at the did. office. New yeah, carpet. Okay. And, and you yeah. know, there's there's a uh, there's a place for your dog, and you can just keep him in your car for a little while. In the car? And well, I would imagine the dog would be... I, either that or on the sidewalks, right? Some Somebody walk up to the car, startle the dog. Dog's <laughs> going to pee in the car. You want, you, want, you want to be responsible for that? You know, I think that if I was walking past the car... And I walked past and I saw that that startled the dog and it peed. Yeah. I might walk back past. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> You're, this is not a made up email. It's not. You didn't just sit down no. and write this. No, I didn't. Okay. This came through. All right. Um, Make an what? appointment. Call okay. us. Come in. Set up the free appointment. We'll get this figured out with you and your pooch. 360-746-7169. Next question. What do you want to do? My friend said she didn't have to go through probate when her husband passed. Are there other ways to bypass probate? Ah, a serious question. <laughs> serious question. All right. It's coming up next on The Aging Hour. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. If you're a working mom like me, you have plenty to worry about. I worry about my kids, my husband, my job, my parents, and society in general. I know I should be getting my affairs in order, but my mental load is maxed out. Well, one worry I can take off your plate is what will become of your kids if something was to happen to you or your husband. The friendly estate planning and elder law attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal specialize in listening to what is important to you so they can help you create an estate plan to avoid probate, to choose who would be the guardian of your children, and to reduce or eliminate death taxes. Let the good folks at Safe Harbor Legal take the stress out of your estate planning. To learn more, listen to The Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. on KGMI 790. We answer your questions about aging and show you a better way to think about estate and retirement planning. For more information, to make an appointment, or to access podcasts of our previous shows, you can go to www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com. Let us help you get your estate planning in order. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. 
so you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Welcome back to what I like to call the big show. It's the Aging Hour. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions brings it to you. Phil George. Mm-hmm. He's that guy over there. Yes. He's that guy. Uh, elder law attorney, counselor law, and Bill collected Davis. collected ourselves. <clears throat> I'm sorry? We've collected ourselves. Man. <sighs> you, re- you know something? Uh, uh, you, you really need to go to uh, Phillip's website yes. at uh, safeharborlegal.com. Yes. And uh, click on uh, yes, podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, and and yes. listen to the first segment yes. of this show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> about the little dog. About the about that sweet sweet little dog. Little dog. A nice that, that little had, lady. had a little bladder problem. Just a little a little you know, bladder problem. Little biting problem. <laughs> Everybody's listening mm. to this right now saying, what does that got to do with right. the states? Exactly. Trust? It actually exactly. has a lot to do with it. It does. It, it was good advice. This is that. a person. This is a people show, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Next email question. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. First line says, I'm ready. Oh. Pro- producers over there saying, are you ready? I said, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've listened to your show for a while. Shiny. Nickel. Shiny. Brand new nickel. Every mm. time we get a listener. Mm. I've heard you say that the best way to avoid probate is when somebody or when somebody dies is by having a trust. I was talking mm-hmm. to my friend. She said that when her husband died, she didn't have to go through probate after listening to your show. Hang on. They just said the magic word again. Another nickel. If you reference it more than one Ooh. in your email, we get more than one nickel. I love that. Yeah. Uh, after listening to your show, I asked her if uh, she had done anything to remove her late husband's name from the title in their home. She said it was relatively easy. She had set something up called a probate affidavit. I don't think we've ever heard of that mm, on this show. I, I mean, you may have. So. Yeah. Uh, my question to you is, what are some of the other ways to bypass probate? And do you have to use a trust? Mm-hmm. Probate affidavit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and we receive these types of calls again or in emails quite often. People people want to bypass probate, and that's understandable. Mm-hmm. We talk about this most weekends. We get a question coming in, and somebody tells us about just how awful their experience with probate is, where it costs thousands and thousands of dollars and takes right. years and years to go through. And a trust isn't the only way to bypass probate. It, I believe it is absolutely the best way, but it's not the only way. Okay. And so we'll, we'll talk about some of the other ways. Here. Let's uh, do that. You got you got a few that you yeah. can uh, lay on us? Yep, yep. Okay. And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, primarily here, we're going to talk about community property agreements, and then we'll talk about lack of probate affidavits. We'll talk about just kind of how each one works, and we'll talk about some of the drawbacks. Is that, do you think that's what they were referring to when she said she had something called a probate affidavit, yeah, and you uh, called it a lack of probate? It, yeah, yeah, so the, the, the legal term is a lack of probate okay. affidavit. All right. Well, community yeah. property, we yep. talk about that uh, yep. on the station here in Washington. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So a community property agreement, um, most people think that because Washington is a community property state, that if one spouse passes, everything will go directly to the other spouse. Just like that. Exactly right. That's Not what people true, think. Not true, though. Not true at all. Yeah. Uh, actually, the property community property laws in Washington basically just mean that if I pass away, I get to say where my half of the house goes. Mm-hmm. So community property laws in Washington are set up to protect the choice of the deceased spouse. It's mm-hmm. not set up to protect the surviving spouse and make sure that they get all the assets. Yeah. So so a community property agreement basically does what most people think a community property law does. It's a contract between spouses that say, when I pass away, everything I have goes directly to my spouse. And well, so, you got you to gotta have the, the paperwork. Well, and it doesn't happen automatically, does, right? Yeah, right? None of this happens automatically, except yeah. unless you have a revocable will and trust. But so you have to go in there, you have to file all the, all the paperwork, and you have to get all that done after a spouse passes, and then you can get a deceased spouse's name off of the real estate. Any downside to that to community property agreement? There are. So yeah. one is it it only works on property in Washington, right? Okay. So if you have real estate in, in Arizona, because you like to go down there, if you've got a cabin in Idaho or anywhere else, mm-hmm. it's only going to work on your property in Washington. So that kind of leaves some people in a bind. Mm-hmm. And it's just between spouses, right? Okay. So if, if I pass away and my wife and I have a community property agreement, that property then can go to my spouse. Mm-hmm. But when we, if 
we have kids, and we do, when my spouse passes away, they're going to have to go through probate. And so it, the community property agreement doesn't solve the probate problem. Mm-hmm. It just kicks the can down the road. Okay. Um, again, it can be useful in some situations, but if you're going to go through the process of creating a community property agreement, why don't you just go the whole way and actually get something that's going to solve everything? Sure. Anyway. We, we talked about lack of probate affidavit, yeah. which I've never heard of before. It, right. When I hear that, I, I'm thinking, is that a bypass or does that mean, well, I, I haven't had probate? I'm mm-hmm. a little confused by the title. So this is, and, and uh, having some confusion about this is probably a good thing. So there's nothing in Washington law about so a lack a of probate thing I, affidavit. a good thing I'm confused. Exactly right. Okay. Well, nothing. I spend most of my day. You could my... comb through the RCWs, the Revised Codes of Washington. You could comb through the WACs, the, mm-hmm. the, the Washington. Washington codes, uh, you'll never find anything in there about a lack of probate affidavit because it's a, it's something that was created by title companies. Oh, mm-hmm. so there's mm-hmm. not like actually standing no. law no. about this. Okay. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, you just you just use a phrase. Oh, yeah. Creation yes. of title yes. companies. Yes. Are you saying yes. that's nefarious? No, or, it's or? not necessarily nefarious, but it's if you think about what probate is, right? If uh-huh. probate is primarily a means of removing a deceased person's name mm-hmm. from real estate. So yeah. if I pass away, it removes my name from the real estate so that my wife can sell the house or try to clear the title. Exactly right. Yeah, right. And that's what title companies are interested in. If my mm-hmm. wife goes and sells, uh, tries to sell our home after I pass away. If my dead name is still on the title, title companies need to find a way to get my dead name off the title. And so what title companies came up with was this idea of a lack of probate affidavit where uh, the surviving spouse can swear that the property was supposed to go directly to Ah, them and they can just file that down at the courthouse and that gives then... Uh, it, you know, in 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 their dream world, that gives the title companies this this right then to transfer title. Well, then it sounds like a panacea. Obviously, <laughs> it works all the time. Right? Uh, not even close. Uh, Some counties so. yeah. they will laugh you out of the of the assessor's office. So if you go to King County and you try to use a lack of probate, so you're, not, affidavit, you're not objecting to the judge or doing anything. Like that. You're just getting laughed out of an office, but right out the door. Really, they you're won't just even talk. Say, to you, go pound right? sand, get out. Of here. Uh, King okay. County is a big one for that. Snohomish County, a lot of times they won't even look at that. Uh, they won't let you file it. Um, some title companies won't accept it. Oh. And so a lot of times what somebody's dealing with here is if if a spouse passes, right, and and they come into an attorney's office or they try to sell the home, um, the the title company or the attorney will go, well, you can go through probate or you can use uh, this uh, huh. you can use this lack of probate affidavit yeah. and and uh, yeah, you know, it will hopefully allow allow title companies to clear the title, but there's about a twenty five percent chance that it won't work if you go and try to sell the home. Sounds like a crapshoot to me. It's a total gamble. It's yeah. a total gamble. Yeah. I mean, if if you were to tell me that I had a device that I could, you know, that I could purchase uh-huh. that meant that, you know, there was a, a a 70 to 75% chance that if I go to try to sell my home that the title company is going to accept it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd take those odds. I huh. think that I would almost at that point rather go through probate. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, if you've got a lack of probate affidavit and you go through the whole process of, of working out the sale and everything else and you get to the title company and the title company goes, what the hell is this? Yeah. What are you trying to pull here? And yeah. then you have to go back through probate at that okay. time. All you've done is really shot yourself in the foot. Yeah. So it's a huge gamble. Again, 70 to 75% of the time it works. 25 to 30% of the time it doesn't work, uh, and it doesn't work on transferring real estate to your children. Well, it just sounds like it's, it's this no is good. It's just, just not between spouses. A lot of downsides to A it, lot right? of downsides. And yeah. again, you're just kicking the can down the road. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, there are ways that you can that you can bypass probate when the spouses, when your spouses pass. And there are ways that it can sometimes work. And there are these different gambles that you can take. But there are, are so many downsides when it comes to these kinds of Sounds things. Sounds like the lack of probate affidavit ain't the way to go. No, and, yeah. and, and really neither is the community property agreement mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, yeah. why, why would you want to? And so most of the time what I do is I charge people, let's just say for conversation's sake, $2,500 for a will and I charge them 4500 hundred bucks for a trust, right? Why would you want to say, well, I'm not, I'm not going to pay $4,500. I'm going to, you know, go do this other thing yeah. when 
probate itself is 6500 bucks. You can save yourself all sorts of money just by setting up a revocable living trust. Mm -hmm. Then you don't have to worry about the property in another state. You don't have to worry about the gamble and it not working 25% of the time. Yeah. It's airtight. And when you pass away, it goes to your spouse. When your spouse passes away, it goes to your kids. Uh, and what really kind of... What really kind of grinds my gears mm -hmm. is you'll get people with like a $2 million estate, two, maybe even $3 million estate. Mm -hmm. And, and they want to transfer this to their spouse. They want this to transfer to their kids mm -hmm. seamlessly when they pass away. And, and now they're going to gamble on some dumb lack of probate affidavit to make that happen or some mm -hmm. dumb community property agreement to make that happen. Why not just suck it up, go mm -hmm. in, pay for a revocable living trust, get the thing done. And that way, you know, for sure that your two or $3 million estate is actually going to transfer the way you want it to. Yeah. Don't cheap out on this stuff. Sounds like lack of probate affidavit is nothing but a hot potato. Hot potato. Oh, mm -hmm. do it. Okay. If they mm -hmm. want to call you, uh, they can do that. 360-746-7169. Yep. That's the uh, number at Phil's office. will give you one hour free consultation. Yes. You can also email them radio at safeharborlegal.com. Yes. Are, we, are we still talking about trusts? Uh, we email? are. The okay. next one, we could either talk about that or uh, urination. Yeah. Uh, so does wow. <laughs> does wow. a revocable living trust protect assets from Medicaid? Welcome to the bathroom humor hour <laughs> on KGMI. We're back on the um, aging hour in just a moment. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. When you are a working mom, you wear a lot of different hats. You're the one making sure your family gets to school and work on time. You're the one making sure your family is happy and healthy. And you're the one that will probably be taking care of your parents if something was to happen to them. With everything else on your plate, your mental load is already maxed out. Well, I can help you when it comes to your parents. The friendly estate planning and elder law attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal specialize in listening to what is important to you and your parents so that they can help your family create an estate plan to avoid probate, mitigate long-term care costs, and to reduce the burden on your family. Let the good folks at Safe Harbor Legal take the stress out of your family's estate planning. To learn more, listen to The Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. on KGMI 790. We answer your questions about aging and show you a better way to think about estate and retirement planning. For more information, to make an appointment, or to access podcasts of our previous shows, you can go to www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com. Let us help you get your estate planning in order. What's the single biggest financial threat to a successful retirement? Uncovered long-term care costs. The average cost of care in a nursing home in Washington State is $10,000 per month. Even a good-sized estate can quickly run out of money with those kinds of costs. You need care, but you don't want to leave a bill behind for your family. So what if there was another way? What if you could transfer onto governmental benefits so your spouse wouldn't have to spend down all their money? What if you could give your family all the tools they need to get you out of a rehab facility and recovering in your own home? What if you knew you would never become a burden on your loved ones? All of this is possible with a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Don't let a lack of planning steal your retirement or your loved one's future. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can give you a dignified retirement and give your family peace of mind. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems, 0% interest financing, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical heating, air conditioning, and electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. 
Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and MyBellinghamNow.com. It's the aging hour. We're here every single Saturday and Sunday, 1 o'clock. Phil George, mm-hmm. uh, big boss man at uh, oh, Safe yeah. Harbor Legal Solutions, mm. brings you this show. I'm Bill Davis. I just kind of push the buttons and let Phil, uh, you know, do what he does. That's right. Uh, we've, we've talked a lot about before that if people are if they can't listen live, right. uh, there are a new, there are numerous ways yes. uh, that you can get the, get the show. Mainly, best way probably go to your website. Uh, the right? best way is to go to the website. So if you if you hear something on this show, if you want to go back and listen to that first segment, as Bill and I kind of laugh ourselves silly talking <laughs> about uh, dog uh, peeing. little little dog yeah. peeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go to my website. Scroll down just a little bit. You can find podcasts of this radio show. You can go back. You can see every show that we've ever done you can search by keyword and this is a great way to share the show folks so if you want to share information that you're hearing or or a lot of times this is very useful if i talk to people who say you know i've got a mom or a dad or i've got a husband or a wife who doesn't really want to do estate planning because they don't know how important it is mm-hmm. having them just kind of listen to the show it's it's a kind of a, a gateway into mm-hmm. kind of having a bigger conversation with them about it and so yeah. sharing it with them not a bad idea at all and so again you can go to www.safeharborlegal.com. Scroll down just a little bit and you'll find all our podcasts right okay. there. I'm going to jump into the uh, next email. Let's do it. Here we go. My girlfriends and I love listening to your show. All Here right. Shiny um, new nickel for both Phil and I. But we, when we get a new listener. Is that a hat what? trick? Did we get all three today? Yeah. Wow, oh, man. Uh, what is My girlfriends and I uh-huh. love listening to your show. Okay. Yeah. From Phil and I both, uh-huh. we'd like to say, hey now, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, you like the show, dude? Hey there. Hi. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I think HR is going to be calling. Kicked. Yeah, HR is calling me any moment now. He said, you know there's going to be a complaint exactly. filed it's against like, you. Hold on, I'm getting a text from my wife. Okay. <laughs> Hey there. <laughs> okay. I'm hoping you can help me with a question. Mm-hmm. I bet we can. <laughs> I know you talk about long-term care costs and Medicaid. One of my girlfriends has a revocable living trust. Good for you. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Uh, and uh, if her husband was just diagnosed with Alzheimer's, she thinks that the revocable living trust will protect her and her husband from Medicaid. We're all discussing this. We were doing it last time we got together. Uh, and oh, when they got together mm-hmm. to listen to the show, mm-hmm. apparently they have a party, Bill. There's a there's a, an aging hour par- uh, listening party going yeah. on. Can you imagine that? Hey, now <laughs> we're in the big time. How you doing? Right. <laughs> anyway, um, we couldn't remember if you had actually talked about this issue or not. I think you have. Uh, I think uh, so. Can you help us? Does a revocable living trust? Um, protect your assets mm-hmm. from Medicaid. Mm. Where would you like to start with this? And don't hit on them, okay? No. <laughs> what a great question. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, one of them is grieving anyhow. Their husband was just diagnosed well, with sure. Alzheimer's. So, yeah. okay. But no, this is a great question and something that I get all the time. People think that if you put your assets inside of a revocable living trust, it's going gonna, it's gonna to protect them from Medicaid. It's going to protect them from liability. Um, and that, that makes a lot of sense because long-term care costs are extremely expensive and they keep going up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, long-term care, um, yep. we've talked about it, it before. To you be. said it like 10K a month, but it's, it has it gone it, up since it then? It has. It's closer to 11 grand a month now. Ah, and it just keeps, keeps, keeps going up. Well, so. uh, revocable living trust. Yes. Um, let's answer the question. Does it protect the assets from Medicaid? No. Okay. Right. Uh, before I get into that, though, I want to talk a little bit about about long term care and Medicaid and what we're trying to accomplish, and this will this will kind of get into why the revocable living trust doesn't work. Okay. So, so the floor is yours. Okay. okay. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to because the costs of Medicaid are so high, right? Because you're looking at close to eleven thousand dollars a month for a long term care right now. What you're trying to do is you're trying to access something like Medicaid to cover those long term care costs. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so. But the deal with Medicaid is, and probably most people think about this, is that 
the more money you have in your name, the less you're going to get back in in kind of benefits. Sure. And so to get on Medicaid, a person has to qualify both functionally and financially, again, mm. in order to access those benefits. Before we talk about money, let's talk about the, what you mean by functional sure. qualification. And so this is truly the threshold test, right? Just because somebody was diagnosed with an Alzheimer's or something like that doesn't mean that they can actually just jump on to Medicaid. Mm. In order to access a Medicaid to cover long-term care, you have to be sick enough to actually need it. And mm. So there's a test that they use. And for for most folks, it's that you have to acquire extensive assistance with two of the six activities of daily living. Okay. Activities of daily living are things like um, bathing yourself, toileting, continence, mm -hmm. putting your clothes on, being able to get in and out of beds and in and out of showers and things like that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, if you need extensive assistance with those things where, you know, if uh, somebody has to actually be holding you up in the shower for you to be able to shower, mm -hmm. if you require extensive assistance with two of those, then Medicaid will say, OK, you functionally qualify. Or mm -hmm. if you have been diagnosed with uh, dementia okay. or if you're legally blind, then you only need to require one of the help with one of those things. Okay. But, that's um, the functional qualification. That's, um, okay, so let's talk about the money. Yep. Okay. So the money, and we'll talk about a married couple. With with uh, money, a uh, sick spouse can only have two thousand dollars to their I name. I know you've mentioned right? that before. Yeah. But what's your most important asset if you're a married person? Uh, house. Spouse. Oh, spouse. You, oh, you're Not gonna the house. You're the gonna get us more in trouble. Okay. Yes, it's the go. spouse, right? And so I am gonna get a whooping <laughs> when yes, I get home. You will. Yeah. So if the sick spouse can have two thousand dollars, the healthy spouse can have a home of any value, a car of any value, between about sixty-five thousand dollars and one hundred thirty thousand dollars in other assets, ah. roughly, yeah. an unlimited amount of personal property, and unlimited amount of income. And hmm. so using those rules, then we can get a sick spouse onto Medicaid and save virtually 100% of the estate. Now, how do you do that? Uh, see, that's kind of the, yeah. the rub, right? How do you do this? If you've got your legal documents set up correctly, and you have to have your legal documents set up correctly to do this, basically what ends up happening is you move the assets from the sick spouse to the healthy spouse. Mm -hmm. So the house goes out of my name and into my wife's name. Car goes out of my name and into my wife's name. All the accounts go out of my name and into my wife's name and all mm -hmm. of these types of things. And and then what happens is uh, at that point, then the state considers the six spouse underneath the $2,000 mark or a couple more little wiggles and turns and that. And then boom, you, you can get a six spouse on to Medicaid. Mm -hmm. And so you can, if I've got a sick couple or I've got a married couple and one of them gets sick, I can usually quite literally get a sick spouse on to Medicaid faster than you can trigger a long-term care insurance policy. Again, if, if I've got their legal documents set up correctly. Mm -hmm. So, okay. uh, I think the, uh, I was rereading the mm -hmm. email again. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this person might be single. Sure. So are there uh, other situations it's to consider harder, there? Right? It's, okay. it's harder if somebody's single. If it's if somebody's single, I don't just have a spouse I can give assets to, right? Mm -hmm. um, the law in Washington says that uh, one spouse can transfer assets, a sick spouse can transfer assets to a healthy spouse without any kind of look back period. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a, a good way for us to do that. The, a single person doesn't have any similar rules, so it's harder. Yeah. With a single person, I can still save usually between about 60 and 80% of their estate and get them onto a Medicaid, but it's harder and you have to, you have to start sooner and it's more important to get your legal documents done correctly first. I think the main question mm -hmm. they had, does a revocable living trust protect your assets from Medicaid? No. And I think I know the answer. Yeah. The answer, no, is, the answer is no. Yeah. Uh, a revocable living trust. If you think about what a revocable living trust is, it, one, it doesn't protect you from any liability uh, mm -hmm. by itself. With a revocable living trust, and I've talked about this on the show a lot, what you're doing is you're creating that legal bucket, and then you put all your assets in the bucket. You put your home in the bucket, your car in the bucket, all your bank accounts in the bucket, your your clothes in the bucket. Everything goes in the bucket. So at the end of the day, in the eyes of the government, for probate purposes, you don't own anything. The bucket owns everything. Mm -hmm. Now, you have total control over the assets in the bucket. You can put more assets in the bucket. You can take your assets out of the bucket. You can change the bucket. You can uh, revoke or, or restate the bucket. You can change it from a, a, a bucket to a swimming pool, whatever you want, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have so much control over the assets in that bucket, um, 
you don't have any liability protection. Yeah. So, so there's, there's too much control there for you to be able to say, okay, Medicaid, the assets in the revocable living trust don't count for Medicaid purposes. Mm. Uh, so a revocable living trust does not protect your assets from a, uh, from a, a Medicaid. Um, you have to find other ways to, to secure those assets. Now you could create something like an irrevocable trust, okay. but most of the time that is a step too far. So what I mean by that is if I'm a single person and I don't have a spouse that I can give assets to, so I want to create Mm -hmm. this this, this, uh, structure so that I can save some money for my estate if I need long-term care, basically I'd have to put assets into a trust I'd lose control of those assets mm-hmm. uh, completely uh, and then hope I don't uh, get sick for the next five years before before I would have actually saved those assets. Yeah. And so for most folks, the thought of losing control of those assets over the course of the next five years is enough for them to say, nah, it's not a good idea. I think I'd rather create a structure that would allow me to move assets around if I got sick and then save between 60 and 80% mm-hmm. of my estate. So for yeah. most people, that's a much better bet. Um, yeah. I think uh, I think you've pretty much chronicled that it's uh, a Absolutely. little bit dif- it's a little bit difficult for it a is. single person to get on Medicaid. Yes. So what do they do? Um, so the best thing to do is call. Right. Oh. The best thing to do is just call the, the, the rules twist and turn and change the, the amounts of money you can have twist and turn and change. Uh, the hard part about any of this is you can't just look it up on Google because yeah. you get like a million different responses to all of your different questions. Uh, the takeaway from this question should be that no, a uh, revocable living trust will not protect your money from, from any kind of Medicaid. Um, what this person would need to do, her friend, the one whose husband was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. they need to come in and make an appointment. Just call me set up that free appointment. We'll talk about this mm-hmm. and I can show you how you actually can save your money if you need to get on Medicaid. And that is at uh, 360-746-7169. Perfect. We have nothing else to talk about in the final segment. <laughs> so we will discuss everything yes, we will. we've already talked about. <laughs> we need to be more prepared wow, sometimes. You sometimes. Know, we got to get some prep for this Sure. Anyway, well, we'll get uh, a lot of nickels now. It's, it's, it's the wrap up. It's, uh, it's next on the Aging Hour on KGMI. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. If you're a working mom like me, you have plenty to worry about. I worry about my kids, my husband, my job, my parents, and society in general. I know I should be getting my affairs in order, but my mental load is maxed out. Well, one worry I can take off your plate is what will become of your kids if something was to happen to you or your husband. The friendly estate planning and elder law attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal specialize in listening to what is important to you so they can help you create an estate plan to avoid probate, to choose who would be the guardian of your children, and to reduce or eliminate death taxes. Let the good folks at Safe Harbor Legal take the stress out of your estate planning. To learn more, listen to The Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. on KGMI 790. We answer your questions about aging and show you a better way to think about estate and retirement planning. For more information, to make an appointment, or to access podcasts of our previous shows, you can go to www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com. Let us help you get your estate planning in order. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. 
Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. We're back for the wrap-up on the Aging Hour. It's brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Who brings you Safe Harbor Legal Solutions? Well, that would be Phil George. Mm -hmm. Elder Law Attorney, Counselor at Law, right across the mic from me. I am Bill Davis. Yeah. We uh, Our final segment uh, is the easiest one for us. It really is. Because we have all of our scripts yes. from the earlier yes. <laughs> segments in wonderful. Reader's Digest form. Oh, this is great. And we'd like to go over some of the, in case you, you know, yeah. you, you were busy, you're sure. shopping, soccer, Absolutely. doing something. Maybe you know, they just want to hear those pearls again. Yeah, didn't get time yeah. to, to go to Phil's website Absolutely. and download it. Yeah, we'll uh, give them to you again. Absolutely. Okay, uh, first thing we, uh, we covered. Sure. Uh, no, go ahead. Do we have to do this I, we again? We do. I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you seriously, yes. you got to go right. to Safe Harbor Legal yeah. Solutions uh-huh. or SafeHarborLegal.com. Right. Listen to the first segment yes. of this show. Yes. Because uh-huh. it was a letter from uh, an elderly lady yes. saying, "None of my kids like my little dog. Right? How do I make sure he'll be okay? Yeah. When I'm gone, and there were some problems because the right. little dog bites. Right. Some dogs will bite. Sure. They get startled. Sure. It, but unfortunately, when little dog gets startled, right. He uh, he loses bladder control. He, he, there's a little tinkle, tinkle, not just it, a little tinkle. No, tinkle. she says. She <laughs> says it's it. No, it's not a river. It's an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, kids ain't fond of that. Well, who would be right? right? But yeah. you you were talking to her yes. about some yeah. ideas about how to make Absolutely. sure the dog's taken care of. Yes, and yeah. so which which is important, right? If you if you've got an animal like this that you know is not going to be. On everybody's for, list. For the first of people. <laughs> it's the top of the list. Exactly right. Especially people have exactly carpet. Right. If you got wood floors, you're probably okay. If you got wood floors. People have floors and, in and, general. And, and you wear gloves, you'll probably be okay. Little, little dog buy my glove, no problem. Sure. Little dog pee on the wood floor, just mop it up. Okay. But this, so we talked about pet trusts. We yeah. talked about the possibility of putting some money aside in a pet trust so that your trustee could rehome your dog and basically bribe somebody to take your dog. Um, the money would be in the trust to help pay for medical bills and food and all that kind of good stuff. And then if there was anything left over when the dog passed away, then maybe whoever was uh, who was taking care of it would receive whatever yeah. was left. Get whatever, a reward like for doing the good now, thing. There are some downsides to that, right? It does take a little bit of money to put together. You have to have some money to set aside for specifically the dog trust. It can get a little bit complicated, that kind of thing. Yeah. There are other things you can do too. And we talked about shelters. We talked about there are places, obviously no-kill shelters, things like that, mm-hmm. where you can take little dogs that have uh, continence special problems. Needs. Exa- yes. Special okay. needs. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. You can take little dogs with special needs to these shelters. They will be loved and taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some of those kinds of places you can find friends and that kind of thing. So there mm-hmm. are other ways to do it, but it warrants a good conversation. And so, again, um, I'm sorry for your dog and uh, not sorry for your dog, just sorry for your dog's condition. He is trying so hard not to laugh. I am. You can just see Phil. He's just smirking. He's so like, I'm hard. glad. That, thank God this is radio. <laughs> and they can't uh, see me just is, laughing I'm all of it. So I'm sorry, man. Like I, I no, said no. earlier, I hope you no. find it in your heart to forgive this me. We're not making ab- fun of your little No, boys. we wouldn't. The conditions are Absolutely. just they're just a little tough for Bill you. Bill and I don't I, get out much. Yeah. So, uh, you know. I hope you, I yeah. hope she can figure this out. Me and forgive uh, us. Mm-hmm. Second email we got, uh, my friend said she didn't uh, have to go through probate when her husband passed away. Are there ways other than a trust that you can uh, bypass probate? Right. And so we talked about a couple of them, community property agreements, which is basically accomplishes what most people think the community property laws in Washington accomplish. Mm-hmm. It's a contract between spouses that says, when I pass away, I want my assets to go to my spouse. Sure. Um, and so, uh, and again, nothing's automatic. So when a spouse passes and you've got this community property agreement, you have to file some documents with court. And then it takes the deceased spouse's name off the home. The problem with this is it only works on property in Washington. And and it doesn't work then when then uh, the surviving spouse passes and property has to go to your kids. Mm-hmm. So you're really just kicking that probate can down the road. The other thing we talked 
about was a lack of probate affidavit. And you, I weren't, think, you weren't a big fan. As a matter of fact, no. you said it was a waste of time. I, 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 I do. I think it's a gamble. And so yeah. when I'm talking to people about lack of probate affidavits, um, most or a lot of counties won't even look at them. There's nothing in Washington law about them. And it's basically just used to clear title so that title companies can remove a deceased person's name from home. It's nothing legal. It doesn't legally take the name off the title. And so... You can do a lack of probate affidavit, but there's a 25% chance that when a title company comes along after you and you're trying to sell your home, they're going to look at that and they're going to go, what the heck are you trying to pull? Mm -hmm. And it's going to send your entire estate back through probate anyhow. And so I do. I have some people that will come in. I will explain to them the risks and rewards and tell them that I don't recommend it. But they'll decide they want to do it anyway because they well, want to save money up front. You're a big fan of the trust. I'm you a always huge like fan to go of the that trust. way. Yeah. It's much more secure, much, much more secure. And it just makes a lot more sense rather than trying to to, to skirt the probate yeah. rules by finding ways to do this. We, uh, we also had another email about trust. Yep. Uh, they wanted to know if a revocable living trust, if it uh, protects assets right. from Medicaid. And, and the I answer's think no. I knew the answer yeah. before you even gave it. It's, the answer is no. No. Uh-uh. no. So the revocable living trust, remember what it does is it holds your assets and you have total control over those assets. Um, Because of that, the revocable living trust in and of itself does not protect your money from your creditors. So if you were to go through a bankruptcy, if you were to get sued, if you were to go through a divorce, none of those or none of your revocable living trusts uh, would save your money from those. And in the same way, the revocable living trust would not save your money from Medicaid. The revocable living trust by and of itself will save your money from uh, probate. Yeah, That's what it's designed for. There are other ways to save your money from long-term care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, with a married couple, uh, we can get those documents set up and save virtually 100% of your estate from any kind of long-term care. With a single person, it's harder, but we sh- still should be able to move money around and get somebody onto a Medicaid and save between 60 and 80% of the estate. So there are ways to do that. The revocable living trust by and of itself, though, is not the shield that people think it is sometimes for Medicaid. I like the way you say put your assets uh-huh. in the bucket right. or uh, remove your assets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get your asset get your, out of the bucket, get right? Get your assets out of that chair. <laughs> nice. That's right. I like it. Uh, Phil George with yes. us uh, each and every uh, Saturday and Sunday, the mm-hmm. Aging Hour. It's uh, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solution. This is the kind of stuff right. uh, where when you go out and talk to people or hold yeah. seminars, right. you can talk about peeing dogs. Absolutely. You can talk about assets <laughs> in a, a, a trust it's a, bucket. It's a road show, Bill. It is. You know, we get yeah. out there. I get all sorts of questions. You know something? When Phil uh-huh. does his seminars, uh-huh. You ought to see oh, the man. light show. Oh, it's it's better than it's better than it's better than nine inch nails oh, used to do. And I don't man. know if anybody remembers nine inch nails. Yeah, is that Trent, Trent Reznor. Trent yeah, Re- yeah, good for you. Yeah, good oh, for yeah. listen to you. Yeah. You're a shredder, man. Oh. In, in your car, I could see you banging your head yeah. up and down like little, uh, 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 was gosh, it Wayne's no, World. I thought, yeah. yeah, I thought I was going to stump you with that, no. and I just went nine inch nails. and goes Trent Reznor. Wow, who by the way is very talented. Oh, absolutely, I, lo- I love his stuff. Absolutely, uh, yeah. This is uh, yeah, his light shows incredible. Like I said, it's better than nine inch nails. Uh, but no, you you get serious with people. You, sure, you got a lot of good uh, info. No, we. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but we do. We do a lot of shows out in the public, and and what we're trying to do, just like we're trying to do with this radio show. Although sometimes we go a little bit off the rails, but uh, we're trying. We're trying to just <laughs> wow give information. Uh, well, talk about CYA there. <laughs> sometimes we go off the rails. Are you kidding? You, you know, after this show, uh-huh. Phil and I are both going to be uh, called into the HR office for uh, hitting on emailers. <laughs> we're probably going to have to give our shiny new nickels back. <laughs> yeah, but I, I know you. You really try to keep it we on do. a series. Yeah. Sure, of course. Very serious. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, we do put on lots of seminars out in the community. Uh, we talk to people all the time about how well, to you plan speak for at retirement. Things like we that. do yeah. you speak all to over groups? the place. Sure. And so if, if you are uh, in charge of a group of of seniors, of people in your church, of, uh, of an HOA, of anybody that w- you think would benefit from a good talk about estate planning and uh, you know a question and answer period about how to get your affairs in order, I'm happy to do it. Uh, you just go to our website, scroll down just a little bit. You'll see where you can uh, click a button, get more information. We'll contact you. We'll see if we're a good fit, and we'll go from there. Uh, 2024 is filling up pretty mm-hmm. rapidly for us. So the earlier you get your requests in, the the more likely we are to be able to set something up. But we always love being in the community. Yeah, you can email Phil, RadioSafeHarborLegal.com, or call him 360-746-7100. 
69. Pretty much uh, coming to the end of the show because I just got an email mm-hmm. from uh, HR. And when we are done, you and I need to go see them in the office. I had no idea they worked weekends. I didn't either, but we'll anyway, see. That's, uh, yeah, that's kind of a wrap for us here. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to tune in every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. Remember, you don't have to set your family up for failure in your retirement. We can show you how to set them up for success. Okay. Are you ready to grovel you and know, apologize? You, you know I am. Oh, you're talking about going into HR. Yeah. Okay. After that, yeah, yeah, well, we uh, <laughs> will then see you next weekend. Yes, maybe. We- maybe. <laughs> not, not sure. We'll see. Not sure. Maybe there'll be two new people here who don't hit on emailers. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you next weekend, buddy. Sounds good. Uh,